You're listening to Rookie Pirate Radio, the official anime and manga podcast for InBetweenDrafts.com. I'm John Negroni, and Travis Hymas has the week off, and he very much deserves it. He's been working super hard for Rookie Pirate Radio. Fortunately, I do have two wonderful guests with us today. Now, the first one, I mean, is Allie Johnson, editor-in-chief of InBetween Drafts, really a guest at this point? Allie, I just feel like you're an institution when it comes to Rookie Pirate Radio. Uh, that, that's what I would, how I would characterize it. But how are you doing, Allie? I'm good. I feel like I am writing the coattails of the hard work that you and Travis do, and I just pop in every once in a while to say hi and try to bully people into watching what I love. That's great, though. Um, yeah, you're the you're the mangaka. We're just sort of the we're Toei Animation. We're just making it all work from there. Uh, right. I think that's a terrible. <laughs> I'm not great at metaphors. You know this. No, go ahead. We do have another special guest uh, making her debut to Rookie Pirate Radio. Uh, so glad to have her. She is a writer for In Between Drafts. She's actually been doing the manga, or not the manga reviews, excuse me, the anime reviews. What's the difference between anime and manga? Uh, the anime reviews for Hell's Paradise, which we're going to get into here shortly. Uh, welcome to Rookie Pirate Radio for the first time, Kayla Lupoli. How are you doing, Kayla? All right. I'm really excited to be here this week. We're excited to have you just because, you know, you're the Hell's Paradise expert is my understanding. Um, so Travis is the one who said, you know what, if you're going to talk about Hell's Paradise, you can't do it without Kayla Lupoli. And that's why we are here and we're, we're happy to have you here so much. Awesome. I'm super excited to be the expert on Hell's Paradise. <laughs> right. Because you've been so you've been reading the manga or is the manga completed? I actually don't know that. Yeah. So it completed. I think a year or two ago. I'm actually okay. not too sure. But yeah, I've read it. I'm watching it, obviously. Um, yeah, I. it's one of my favorite mangas. And now having it into an anime is really great. Yeah, I have so many questions along those lines of how the, the anime is doing for fans of the manga. So this is a real treat for us. And of course, for those of you listening, if you want even more thoughts on Hell's Paradise, especially as we move past the first few episodes, uh, Kayla's going to be reviewing the anime for us on InBetweenDrafts.com. So for sure, if you haven't already, be sure to, well, of course, add in between drafts to your bookmarks. But even better, you can go on our Discord server. We have a link to that in our show notes. And in our Discord server, we have an anime channel. Channel. We have, of course, uh, our One Piece stuff as well. You can hang out with all of us in the Discord channel who are there at least. Uh, not all of our writers are there, but a lot of us are, uh, including me and Allie. So you can uh, talk to us, hang out with us, uh, recommend anime to us, all that good stuff. But Hell's Paradise, it is three episodes in. And uh, Allie, I do have a question for you because before we, we set up like, okay, what is this anime for people who haven't been initiated? They're not sure what it is. Uh, I, I want to start with a little bit of hype. I feel like a lot of people are calling this the anime of the season, or at least it's one of the ones that people are liking the most. I don't know if you agree with that. We talked about Hell's Paradise in our anime preview episode a couple weeks ago, but for you, do you think this is kind of in that zone of like, okay, this is the one to watch or one of the main ones to watch? I'm split on this because one, I really love what I've seen so far. So the easy answer is yes, mainly because it's a map of project because it feels that kind of shown in vibe that's going to bridge people from say something like my hero to Jujutsu Kaisen this summer. I 
and it's all well done, but I think it and Heavenly Delusion, which is going by a different name in the U.S., are probably the two that have the most credibility in terms of artistry behind the scenes, and those are the two that kind of got a lot of hype. But, so yeah, it's not my anime of the season, but it's definitely the one for both newcomers and people who like this genre. It's definitely going to be the one to kind of watch week to week. Yeah. Maybe we should talk later, too, about like, okay, which fans of like which big anime series would like this the most? There are a couple I can think of off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll admit my anime of the season so far, uh, it's only two episodes in, but uh, Galaxy Next Door, which uh, is one you mentioned, Ali, in um, that anime preview episode. That's the one I've been obsessed with. And uh, I don't know how surprised you are by that. I feel like you are kind of like rubbing a little bit of like, yeah, John's going to like this one. I'm not surprised. I haven't actually watched it, but just by the description alone, I'm not surprised. But also, <laughs> like, I think that this sounds like the weird bingey slice of life thing that John gets obsessed with all the time. Yeah, I think honestly, it's because I can tell where our tastes kind of find our own pockets of like, like my anime of the season right now is Skip and Loafer. And I think we kind of gravitate towards either slight weird romances or slice of life. So I'm not totally surprised. No. Yes, and I am liking Skip and Loafer as well. I've just seen the first episode, but I liked it. All right, so so Kayla Lufoli, for the uninitiated, how would you describe Hell's Paradise? Um, obviously, we don't want to give too much away, but you know what? What do you think is like the main hook of this setup and the thing that kind of drew you to it as a manga? And, and now that you're watching the anime, I think I would describe it as Samurai Champloo meets Chainsaw Man. Perfect. Which Sounds a little weird, but the aesthetic and the vibe is definitely Samurai Champloo. It's set in that era. And just the violence and the gore is obviously a staple for Chainsaw Man. And it's a staple in Hell's Paradise. Um, As for what got me, I mentioned this in my review for this week, but Gabi Maru is a total wife guy. And to see that in a main character of a major shonen manga is a little rare. So I think the characters and the way their backgrounds are revealed and the way the plot is exposed as well was what really dragged me in. That makes a lot of sense. One of the main things I wanted to mention was that first episode, which I think is just so brilliant at bringing the the watcher into the anime i'm curious how many manga chapters is included in that first episode just getting to know gabimaru and his story the what i was thinking like throughout the whole thing i was like man this is like a short story just like a brilliantly executed short story you could have just had that first episode ended it a little bit differently you know don't have the sort of like hook into the premise but you could have just ended it with like really what this character goes through and realizes at the end of that first episode. And you just have like a brilliant 20 minutes, uh, in my opinion. But uh, obviously I want to know what you, what you both think uh, more specifically about this series. Ali, who, who do you think this, this anime is for in terms of like, I, I know it's not something that is uh, too unfamiliar. I think the Samurai Shampoo uh, and Chainsaw Man comparisons are pretty apt, But uh, is there anything else you would bring to the table to sort of like entice fans and and maybe explain like, why do you think this is sort of like striking a chord? Because I'm seeing Hell's Paradise everywhere and people are really getting into it. 
I would, the only one I would really add, I guess, for modern hooks would be something like Demon Slayer or again, Jujutsu Kaisen. I think it's the people who really get grabbed by event anime, you know, the ones that everybody are talking about and the ones with like a clear budget. Um, Not to say that that is a make or break for anime because there's been plenty that have high budgets that are, you know, just fine. But in this case, I think the action scenes are going to be an enormous draw for people because they're fluid without losing the actual motions that they're going through. You know, you don't get confused by who is where during the choreography. Um, But the Samurai Shampoo and Chainsaw Man comparison is so apt. Uh, The only other thing I'd add here, you know, there seems to be a level or I guess there's an explicit level of body horror and i don't know if it's because i've been writing about it recently but i'm getting reminded a lot of annihilation so i wonder if that kind of science fiction fan who maybe isn't drawn to you know this era of samurai story or action stories might be a little bit more curious because there's this uh, level of weird fantasy and dark fantasy yeah yeah i think the fantasy in it is certainly like it's not like a lot of things that exist out there. the The main premise of the show is that in this world, uh, and I think Kayla already touched on this, we have people like uh, kind of like Shinobi, um, but really like you have people who essentially have like superhuman powers for various reasons. It feels like a big world because you have like all these like criminal characters who are sort of like a suicide squad. Essentially, they have to go to this island to find this elixir that could lead to them being pardoned if they do it successfully, but they're being monitored by these extremely powerful executioner samurai, essentially, who are beholden to the Shogun. And yeah, Annihilation is such a great like comparison point in terms of like, yeah, that uh, we're talking about Annihilation, the movie uh, directed by Alex Garland. And uh, in that movie with Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac, there is this sort of like, you know, body horror that has to go in with like nature, which is where this, this show is coming in. So that makes me curious, Kayla, like, how faithful do you think this anime is to the manga? Because I've been wondering a lot about like how the pages really translate here. And if a lot of that stuff is really uh, like true to the source material. Yeah. I think they're doing essentially a one for one with the manga from what I've seen at least, which is really interesting because the panels themselves are very fluid And it can be a little hard to translate that into an anime at times because it's a different medium, but I think it's translating really well. And the pacing of the scenes and the episodes themselves are just working really well. And if you had to put it into a word, they're just, it's a banger in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the pacing, the pacing and the editing have been highlights for me um, because I think I've gotten a little bit, uh, one, one of my main issues with Demon Slayer since, uh, you know, that was another one alley that I was going to bring up is like, yeah, this definitely seems like something that is up the alley of like a Demon Slayer fan, which I've criticized, I think on this podcast as like, oh man, I, I really liked the pacing and the editing in the first season, but I've just found it to be kind of painfully slow uh, in the later seasons and especially the manga. I really don't like the manga of Demon Slayer personally, uh, but no shade, of course, to people who love it. And uh, yeah, I do you agree about the pacing, Yali, because I'm just like, I'm a little bit conflicted because there have been a couple of times where like, I do kind of wish we had stretched this out, maybe had a little bit more atmosphere established because we do kind of just like jump right into the next thing, which is nice because it matches the frenetic chaos of the show or the story, I should say. 
but there have been a couple moments where I'm like, could we slow down a little bit to make sure this character work is paying off? Uh, but what, what's your take on that? Yeah, I was a little hesitant to even compare it to Demon Slayer because I have the same issues that you do with the show, plus probably some of my own side ones. But in the case of the pacing, I actually think the pacing has been excellent, especially since the first three episodes, we can pretty much call setup episodes for the series going forward. You know, we know our two leads, we know their dynamic, and we are ready to go and like address the world that they've uh, introduced to us. Uh, the only one I had a vague issue with was honestly the first episode which is funny because you enjoyed it so much and it's not that i thought the pacing was bad but it didn't truly come alive to me until gabamaro's real personality kind of exposed itself and he became like kayla said this very charismatic wife guy um but no so far i've thought the pacing has been really excellent because it feels like again this has been the prologue to what's actually going to be the meat of the story and Maybe I'm totally wrong, but it feels like we're going to get more of the characters and who they are as they're facing these kind of daunting horrors that they're about to be facing off against. So I'm really excited to see how it goes. But so far, it hasn't lagged in any way for me. I, of course, have to play the devil's advocate, um, devil being the appropriate term concerning the name of this anime. But uh, it, I do want to do a little bit of like, OK, so where where are some potential issues I see? And I want to hear your takes. But if there is one thing I'm a little nervous about, uh, now that we're like three episodes in and we have seen what Gabimaro the Hollow can Hollow can really do, uh, what he's capable of, and we're getting hints of like his strength abilities and how it contrasts to the other sort of like super criminals that he is contending with to get this elixir, I'm a little curious like how overpowered he is coming across right now, um, which is something that I think could be addressed eventually. But Kayla, of course, you're the expert. I know you don't want to give anything away. I know, I know I'm a, I don't want to like, you know, get, get you to, to tell me stuff that uh, I'm not ready for. <laughs> but, uh, is that something that you've kind of, um, seen as well? That's just like, all right, so Gabby Mars is like really powerful, but where is it all really headed? And it's like, you know, how are they going to continue to make this world feel dangerous if it feels like the main character is like better than everybody else? You're definitely right in kind of thinking he's a bit overpowered right now, especially with the last episode showing which characters may or may not have died based on certain scenes that we got. But it does work out. You do learn strengths and weaknesses for him. You also learn them for all of the other characters, as well as the main antagonist once they're introduced. And you do learn that he is not this super powerful, overpowering guy who can just get away and not be harmed. But they are building him up as this like big, strong guy like nobody can beat him mary sue sort of character and i did have a little bit of an issue with that if only because they made him seem so overpowering but i think it'll work out if not this season then definitely in season two if there is one that was a perfect way to to like let us know without like spoiling anything so well done <laughs> um i i do want to mention um the asemon here i don't know if i'm saying that 
correctly, but the the main executioner, uh, Sagari, who is following Gabumaru and keeping an eye on him, she has some some interesting character moments where we have this element of like she can see like essentially like supernatural forces in her blade and things like that. And it, it kind of gets me thinking about the world building in this show. Uh, what what do you think where do you think that world building is for you, Allie, in terms of like, okay, is this a hard magic system? Are you feeling like enticed by this world? Are there a few things that you still have some questions about, like on in terms of how this world works and, and how the fantasy in this is supposed to really come across to us right now this early? Because for me, I'm a little bit like, I'm not feeling like I'm totally immersed yet, but I feel like I'm getting there. I'm, I'm curious how you feel. I'm definitely immersed, but I think I did have some lingering questions like you just mentioning that she can see kind of um, have a supernatural presence when she looks at the reflection of her sword. I was still wondering if that's just supposed to be like, you know, a metaphorical, she is seeing those who she has killed or if she's actually seeing reflections of who the people are. But with the fantasy that's kind of seeping through all of it, I wouldn't be surprised if it is like literally she can see the souls of those she's killed. Um, but Otherwise, I think so far I'm immersed because it, it doesn't try to over explain things in a way that, again, like Jujutsu Kaisen, I think, loses people in the first couple episodes if you don't stick through it because yeah. the terminology is just like, just say magic, you know, just use like straightforward terms. <laughs> well, for that, it's like curses. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think sometimes the lore becomes too specific to the point of trying to set itself apart but it ends up losing its focus so i do like that so far it's not really trying to over explain it's more like just come into the world and immerse yourself in it and let it just kind of wash over you and i do like that so far because you know it doesn't take a lot of explaining to be like they're going to a magical place where bad things happen watch them fight out of it so i like the idea of kind of slowly introducing elements and details of the history uh throughout the rest of the season rather than giving us like a explaining or not explaining <laughs> that's not a word um an exposition dump of an episode yeah uh, same question for you, Kayla, because I, obviously you have a more complete picture of the world building here. But yeah, what, what do you like about the world building? What do you dislike, if if applicable, you know? I think for me, the world building itself, like the fantasy aspects, the m magical aspects that these characters may or may not have, uh, kind of drags you in. And like Ali said, it does just immerse you it doesn't bog you down with all of the lore explanations, which eventually do come. They do explain what certain things are or how they might work. But in the beginning, it just dumps you in. And I think that's a really great way of getting people interested and having them stick around because it's just this overwhelming universe that you're introduced to and you just kind of have to run with what's happening but i think it works i think it really works for this sort of anime absolutely i have okay so i only have one more question and uh but this is obviously the most important question gotta save the the key stuff for last right the opening intro <laughs> what do we think about the opening intro for this um i actually don't have the the credits for that i should look it up in terms of um who who performs the the uh, op but uh yeah we'll start with you ali what do you what do you think because i feel like this is I, I, for context 
for me, I, it usually takes me five or six episodes to know whether or not I like the OP in terms of the music. But uh, yeah, uh, how are you feeling about it so far? I've definitely heard worse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like always I curious. It's like, is that really like everybody's cup of tea? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's just honestly, for me, it's kind of forgettable, especially in a season so far where there's been a couple of openings, whether it's just the visuals, the song, or luckily for some both. I've been really struck by how well suited they are for the show. This seems kind of like a throwaway almost. It just doesn't seem like it suits the overall tone. I think they could have gone in a different direction. But again, the worst part is, part is that I'm like sitting here going, what does it even sound like? <laughs> Where some of the others, I was actually humming, which is embarrassing. But again, my heart yeah. is like tethered to Skip and Loafer right now, so it can't be helped. I think that was the thing I liked about Trigun Stampede the most was that I liked the OP more than the anime. Um, but uh, just because I thought the music was killer, um, I would say like my favorite one right now is my love story with Yamada Kun at level nine 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 nine. Um, I just, I love, I love, love, love the intro for that. But, uh, <laughs> what about you, Kayla? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I think that for you as a manga reader, uh, how, how is the OP coming across for you? Like it, dislike it in between? Visual wise, I think it's great. Actual song though, not my favorite. I feel like they could have done a better song. <laughs> I think that's fair. I, it, it's so funny because I'm watching it. It, it reminds me of like a PlayStation 2 video game intro, <laughs> which I don't know if was like the intention. But uh, yeah, I'm sure plenty of people, other people uh, do like it. It's working for them. And again, I just feel like it. I tend sometimes I like really hate openings like uh, Black Clover. There were a few that I couldn't stand until I've watched them like 10 times. And then I'm like, well, I can't skip this. Like I have to watch it. It's important and it sounds great. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with Hell's Paradise. Um, all right. So that's Hell's Paradise. Uh, you can watch the sub right now on Crunchyroll. I think the dub is going to be coming out as well. If, if you have to watch the dub, I, I know, um, Allie and I are fans of subs uh, over dubs. But I don't know if you are, Kayla, because uh, if uh, what, you, what your preference is, but uh, of course, you know, different strokes. But uh, good way to finish out, I think, if we can. Um, is there any other? We've already mentioned a few other anime that are out this season, like Skip and Loafer, Galaxy Next Door. But is there anything else that's been on your radar or manga too uh, that you would like to plug real quick um, uh, as something to, to watch? Uh, I haven't watched Oshinoko yet, uh, but we have uh, folks in the Discord who are like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely one to watch." Uh, I think that one might be on High Dive. I f I'm not. I forget actually. Um, I and I also really because uh, since you mentioned Ali, I do want to watch Heavenly Delusion. I believe that's on Disney Plus right now. Is that correct? So it is worldwide. It's on Hulu for us. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about this and I just keep forgetting. Um, but yeah, we can start with you, Allie, because I know you've been kind of like watching a lot of the new stuff. Is there anything else that, uh, you know, even if we already mentioned it in the anime preview that you're watching and liking? Yeah. You know, the stuff that I've stuck with and I'm still going to catch up on. I've, I've seen the love story, the first episode, and I still need to catch up on my galaxy next door. But the one Which I got to ask before you get into it, are you, when, yeah, when you watch love story with Yamada Kun, were you like, Oh, uh, John did it again. He likes the, the weirdest stuff or like John likes something dumb. What, what happened? 
not dumb or weird, but I wasn't surprised. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I don't know. I, I like. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what type of shows to recommend if I find something that you haven't stumbled onto first. But I Same do to you. feel like I'm. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a general sense, and I try not to do the thing that others do, where they just send everything that they like, assuming somebody will like it too. I'm like, no, you've, you've got to curate this shit. Am I not supposed to swear on this? I apologize. <laughs> I, can, um, I can bleep you out. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, uh, I'm watching, you know, Dr. Stone and Insomniacs after school on a week to week basis, but yeah, definitely heavenly delusion and Oshinoko are the two that visually have just stunned me so much since watching nice. and Oshinoko starts with like a 90 minute movie to really just establish the world and to rush you through the parts that might push people away. But John, yeah. the reason I suggest this one to you is that it's written by the person who wrote my love story or not my love story. Um, love is war. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I, that's why I wrote it down and I was like, it's going to happen. And I'm going to probably, you know, have, cause ever since the love, I told you this, ever since the love is war manga ended, my heart ended in, in a yeah. small way. And I, and I get it, you know, that happens with things that you love when you finish them. Yeah. But in case, make sure to set aside the full 90 minutes because I can see people watching 20 minutes and being like, where on earth is this going? <laughs> and it really resolves itself in a really beautiful way. Speaking of Love is War, did you end up watching the four episodes that were out? No, I haven't yet. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I you're fine. You could, you could save it as a little treat when you're less busy. Yeah, when like I've run out of every other show I've decided to watch this season. <laughs> well, that could take a long, long time. So. <laughs> um, all right. So, so Kayla, I, I don't know your anime tastes that well yet. I've only talked to you about Hell's Paradise. Um, so I definitely want to know if there's anything that's stuck out for you that you would want to share. Yeah, the only thing I've been watching this season was actually Magical Destroyers, mainly because I've been rewatching a lot of older animes. I tend to get into like a rewatch every springtime, but I would love to watch any of the newer ones that are coming out. I would love to hear any of your suggestions because I'm totally open to everything and anything. I love a good slice of life all of those you're in the right company because i'm just finishing up parasite so i need something lighthearted. yeah that's true that's true um what's some of the older stuff you like so i mentioned samurai champloo before that's probably my top anime of all time um trinity blood which is a little obscure for a lot of people i recently started slam dunk so i guess the early like 2000s animes are kind of my bread and butter i just really love the aesthetic and the plots of them they always strike a chord with me ali i think uh the universe is telling us something because uh this is the second time slam dunk has been invoked invoked on this on this podcast and like you and i have been sitting there like picking up the ball like we got to watch this classic apparently i know it is funny that the last two times i've been on this has been brought up and it's definitely one of my major major blind spots what was the trinity one you mentioned because i'm like writing down what you said <laughs> yeah same trinity blood yeah trinity blood it's a vampire anime but the concept is really cool I think I've heard of this. It's like based on light novels, I think. Yeah. Interesting. 
All right. Well, hopefully those of you listening have been uh, writing this down too, but of course it's in podcast form, so you can just sort of re-listen to it. And thank you if you do. Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, listened to this roundtable. Obviously, it's a very exciting season of anime. Tons of stuff to watch. Tons of stuff we didn't even get into. But uh, certainly no shortage. If you have any suggestions for the show, because uh, you know we normally do One Piece recaps, we're going to be doing another one, uh, me and Travis, uh, this coming week. But uh, we'll, of course, keep trying to do uh, fun episodes like this on off weeks when the manga is on break. And uh, we're always, of course, open to doing like bonus stuff, anything that the uh, community here wants to hear from us and the easiest way to get in touch with us is to email us rookiepirateradio at gmail.com is our email i'll say it one more time rookiepirateradio at gmail.com uh, hit us up anonymously if that's how you prefer or join our discord server we'd love to have you in our community uh, we don't just talk about anime we promise uh, anime and manga of course and and all that fun stuff we also have film and tv books music all those channels as well we even have a channel dedicated to uh which pizza chain is the best one uh, domino's or pizza hut it's a it's a thriving uh community very divisive and polarizing but i think we're making a lot of progress on that on that battle ali i think we're gonna eventually have to do one for boy bands um because there's a war brewing between backstreet boys fans and nsync fans and uh you know the lines are being drawn on that and uh ali i you know your camera's off but i can kind of see you shaking your head and wishing that i was a different human being entirely um not at all. Not at all. I really, really value this level of energy that is brought to this team. Um, especially since I had to ask somebody recently which one was in sync again. <laughs> That's a classic Allie Johnson maneuver. Um, but uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, all right. We'll see you all next week for the next installment of Rookie Pirate Radio. Kayla Foley, thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to plug uh, before we say goodbye? Just check out my weekly review for Hell's Paradise this season. Yes, please do. They're great reviews. And uh, yeah, you can find all of them in between drafts in the anime section. Uh, be sure to do that as soon as you can. But, all right. See you, everyone.